0: Hello and welcome to
1: Vampire Vampire Vibes,
0: the podcast where we watch every single episode of Vampire Diaries and then we talk about them one by one on this podcast. My name is Megan and I'm Katie. ahead and get started with today's episode. Um, today we are talking about episode 5 of season one of The Vampire Diaries, which is titled Your Undead To Me.
1: Which I'm sorry, that's a great a great episode title. It's
0: a pretty good title, yeah. <laughs> um, and pretty fitting once we figure out like what this episode is actually about, because this episode is basically going to be the one where Elena starts to uh, put together the pieces and realize that Stefan's not normal. He's Mm -hmm. not a normal teenager, despite the fact that he tried to be by joining the football team. (laughs) That doesn't make him normal. No. Um, And so slowly over this episode, she's putting together the pieces and figuring out that she thinks she might know what Stefan is. Um,
1: So yeah, that's kind of a fun, fun reveal to see. Exciting. Plus, I think one of the main things we're going to talk about is, you know, this sibling rivalry, per se, between Stefan and Damon. Yep. that to me I feel like that's where okay it comes from
0: <laughs> um yeah well I don't know I've always thought it's kind of weird with vampires because they always say like oh they're undead and I guess I get that because they live forever so they're undead but they are dead so I've always felt like that's the thing with all vampires whenever they say like the undead or whatever I'm like but but they are dead they're mm-hmm. just continuously dead and still walking around so I don't know I don't have a better because we're not going to call them the continuously dead but still walking around so yeah I'm saying I don't have a better suggestion but undead doesn't necessarily make sense so I feel that anyways that is the title of the episode um so this one is the first one without like a horror movie start to it or at least I didn't think it was you know anything like the previous little openers Uh, basically we just start out by seeing Stefan talking to Damon and he reveals that his plan is basically to make Damon desiccate, um, by not allowing him to drink blood, which is obviously what vampires need to survive. So this is kind of cool because we've never heard about like desiccation before. So this is, Mm -hmm. it's going to be kind of a reoccurring theme because anytime anyone does anything bad, they're like, you're going to desiccate. Let's not give you blood. Yeah, they
1: definitely spent, you know, a good couple minutes explaining the whole process to us as the the viewers so that we knew what was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought it was also interesting because as Stefan was explaining it, he was like, in the dark ages when a vampire wouldn't behave, this is what would happen to them. <laughs> and I was like...
1: But not today. Yeah, I was
0: like, just in the dark ages because over the course of the series, like I said, this is going to happen to a lot of different vampires that we know. Um, you know, Stefan, Damon... So both Stefan and Damon, Catherine, Klaus, all of the, you know, everyone. So mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Um, so yeah, that's kind of interesting. He reveals that's what his plan is. We see as the episode goes on, it's not going to be very successful, but that's his plan. He tries.
1: He tries. He has a very, like, sorry, not sorry vibe.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, he doesn't. It- I mean, we get the impression right now and for the last couple of episodes that Stefan is not a big fan of his brother. And obviously Mm -hmm. we're led to believe that's because uh, Damon has such a different lifestyle from Stefan. But I just think it's really interesting. One of my favorite parts about the Vampire Diaries as a whole series is like that we slowly are going to be finding out pieces to both of their characters. It's going to change all this, right? Everything Mm -hmm. is not as it seems in the beginning. So it's kind of fun watching this a second time around. And knowing that it's not quite as black and white as Stefan likes to believe that it is.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so anyways, then after the little Vampire Diaries sc- scream, um, we have Elena waking up and finding my favorite person, <laughs> Vicki Donovan, in her bathroom. Oh no. Which is just, like, uh, because every time Vicki and Jeremy and Tyler are mentioned... I just want to scream at the top of my lungs because I just hate their storyline.
1: At least Tyler's not in this episode. I was going to say,
0: we don't even see Tyler's face. We hear his name like (laughs) a grand total of one. So that's that's what I call a good episode right there. But uh, we still have the drama with Vicky. Vicky's in this episode quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, So that's upsetting to me. But yeah, so Vicky's in her bathroom and that's kind of awkward. And then downstairs, Jenna is telling Elena how... She is getting ready to go out with Logan Fell tonight. And, of course, Logan Fell is a Class A jerk,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: seems like, from his treatment of Jenna in the past. So, not going to be a great situation there. Yeah. Um, and then Jenna also asks if Elena has heard from Stefan. And Elena says, well, he left me a vague voicemail and hasn't spoken to me in, like, three days. And I was like, great job, Stefan. Stefan's just being, like... So, I don't even know what the word for it is, like, he's just avoiding everything right now, right? Like, in the last episode, we saw her asking him all these questions, and she even said to him, I saw this in the, um, in, like, the recap, which I thought was good, she was like, I like that you're, like, mysterious guy, Mm -hmm. but you can't be too mysterious, and I thought that was funny, because she's like, you know, I like that you are mysterious, you know, but... Right. You have to answer some questions. I need to be able to trust you. Yeah. And Stefan just keeps being like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. He doesn't, I mean, you would think for someone who's supposedly been planning this out, like planning to meet Elena and like, kind of like get involved with her for months, that he would have maybe thought of a better cover story. But really, all (laughs) that he knows is that he told her his name, and he reluctantly told her that he has a brother named Damon, and that's about it. That's all she's going to know, so.
1: Yeah, and... Like, he's, he can't really be that busy. Like, Damon is trapped in the cellar of his house, and he can't get out. So, like, really? Stefan doesn't even really need to babysit him. So, I'm sure he could have spared five minutes to yeah. call Lena. He just didn't know what to tell her.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, I kind of see it in the first few days. Maybe, like, Damon's still pretty strong, and Stefan's worried that he's gonna break out if, like, Stefan's out there to stop him or whatever. Um... But, yeah, like, there's no excuse for not calling at all. And that comes up later in the episode, too. She's like, you couldn't even call? And mm-hmm. he was like, I've been really busy or something. It's like, okay, but, again, dude, you're clearly not very creative with thinking of a good, like, excuse for what's happening or a good story. Um, and that's that's a skill that you need when you're a vampire trying to blend into normal human society. So.
1: Also, I really liked Elena's... Um, impersonation of Stefan in the message that he left her. She was like, um, "Elena, I have um, something I have to do," <laughs> and it was just kind of funny. I thought it was it was a good scene.
0: I did think it was pretty accurate. Um, I could imagine Stefan talking exactly like that, so it's
1: pretty good. Yeah. Also, it was great. You know, we like Elena, and she says she doesn't want to be one of those stupid girls whose world stops spinning because of some guy. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, all the power to you.
0: True, true. Except for that she kind of is one of those girls this whole show. But I'm glad that she doesn't want to be, I guess. Um. Anyways, so then we cut to the other person this conversation was about, which is Stefan. Stefan is having, like, little heart-to-hearts between with him and Zach, Uncle Zach. Um, and I just think it's weird because they always show them, like, having these little, like, why did you even come back to town? Like... How do you think that how did you think this was gonna go? which I guess makes sense. Like I'm kind of with Uncle Zach. like you didn't even think of a good story before you came to town. Like, what yeah. did you think was gonna happen? Everything was just gonna be perfect, and no one was gonna ask any questions, and you could just be like ultra mysterious or whatever. But at the same time, it just feels I don't know. Every part with Uncle Zach feels very weird and forced to me. Um, but we we'll, we'll get to more of that later in the episode too. Mm-hmm. So then, Caroline is talking to Bonnie, and she tells Bonnie that she remembers being at the party, but she doesn't really understand what happened with Damon. She doesn't know. She's remembering things in flashes, but it doesn't seem like she's really remembering the whole story. She doesn't know how to put the pieces together, is what I'd say.
1: Yeah, and this scene really reminded me of when Ginny Weasley was being possessed by Voldemort in the Chamber of Secrets. Um, where, like, she has, like, blackouts of, like, certain parts, and she can't quite figure out, like, oh, things are happening around me, and, like, I don't know if I'm involved in them or not. I mean, it does
0: seem, like, kind of a similar situation, because in some ways it's, like, almost like Damon is possessing her, and I know he's not, but, like, he's controlling her in a lot of ways. Kind of is, yeah. And then she's having, kind of, the conflict between, like, the control that he's trying to exert over her, and... Like the fact that she's got the vervain in her system that is like slowly leaving her system, and so she's like, you know, she's sometimes she's remembering it correctly, sometimes she's not, and she just doesn't know what happened. But she knows that as she tells Stefan later, Damon owes me a huge apology, <laughs> and yeah. even though she knows that Damon owes her a huge apology, kind of wants
1: to go back to him. She's
0: still yeah, she's like upset that he's supposedly left town without telling her anything. She doesn't think that she deserves that, which I mean. Caroline's great, but, like, after what you kind of remember him doing to you, Caroline, why do you want to still, like, be with him? I don't. I don't see it.
1: Also, I just thought it was funny that, like, Caroline and Bonnie are hanging out, because I feel like that's a rare...
0: Doesn't happen very often, yeah.
1: Because it's really, like, Bonnie and Elena, and Caroline's kind of on the outside, and sometimes I feel like, 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 definitely the three of them, I don't know how fun Elena hangs out with Caroline. Well, it's weird. Bonnie and Caroline seemed like a weird pairing to me.
0: I always remember thinking it was weird at the beginning of the series, so, like, at the part that we're at right now, because Bonnie, or Elena would always say, like, Bonnie's my best friend, but then she always introduces Caroline as, like, the friend that she's had since first grade. Like, they've been friends forever, and that counts for something. But she doesn't really sound like she cares about her that much now. (laughs) She's just like, oh, we've been friends forever, so, like, I guess we're still friends. So, yeah, like, we hang out all three. But then, later in the series, I feel like Elena and Caroline become really close so probably over the vampire
1: stuff yeah so helena and
0: caroline become really close later but even even later definitely later bonnie and caroline not a pairing that we would
1: mm-hmm.
0: see so yeah it is kind of interesting and then we also i want to point out have bonnie at this point still trying to light a candle with her mind which she did the other day
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so she's still kind of experimenting with her magic but it's pretty unreliable it seems like she was making it happen pretty easily the other day, and now she can't make one candle light up. And then she sees the gemstone necklace that Caroline has, and she's very curious about that.
1: That's right. I think she said, I think she told Caroline it was really ugly. <laughs> and then she did Caroline things, said, like, get your paws off. Yeah. It.
0: <laughs> Caroline was being very possessive over it. She was like, it's my necklace. It's like, okay. Um. So then we cut to the school. And Caroline, I think, is just walking past them in the hallway. Like, I don't think she's even talking to them when she's saying this, but I just thought it was funny. She's talking about the car wash fundraiser that she's organizing because, of course, Caroline's in charge of organizing this. She's in charge of everything. Um, But she wants it to be, quote, in-your-face sexy. (laughs) It is a fundraiser after all. It's like, what? As
1: all fundraisers are. As all
0: fundraisers are, yeah. Yeah. Um, so very interesting for a high school fundraiser. <laughs> I don't really think that that's something that would fly at most high schools, but all right. Mystic Falls is an interesting place. For sure. Um, and then this is when she tells Stefan that Damon has some serious apologizing to do, but she's like, how dare he leave without telling me? Yeah. And Then this is the first Elena and Stefan confrontation where she sees Stefan again for the first time in a while and is like, hey dude, why are you being so flaky? And Stefan tells her, "Well, I can't tell you right now, but let's meet at the Mystic Grill tonight, and we'll talk.
1: Meeting at the Mystic Grill,
0: classic place to me, where everything happens, except for
1: except for all the other places, yeah, like except the for Salvatore the House, Salvatore house, house,
0: even like the Mayor's house. So many parties happen at the Mayor's house, yeah. So there, are, I mean, the town overall, but I feel like for some reason the Mystic Grill, very classic. So then we cut to the scene at the Mystic Grill." Um, and Elena's obviously at the Mystic Girl to see Stefan, like we just said, but Matt's there too, and Matt wants to hang out with Elena because mm-hmm. as we've discussed before, at this point Matt is still a little bit just like heartbroken about his and Elena's breakup and seems to kind of want to hang out with her a lot. So I kind of thought that's the direction that this hangout was going.
1: Yeah. And this I think it was at this part where Elena was like, you know, first of all she was like, I'm not gonna talk to you about boys, and then she's He's like, well, it's not like we've been best friends forever. She's like, okay, like, what do you think about Stefan? And Matt jokes like, oh, well, like, it's not like, it's not like he's, a, like, what are you worried about? But he's like a serial killer or something. It's like, but actually.
0: Yeah, I have that in my notes for later. I don't know how we got, I don't know how that happened, but yes. Uh, but I do, I was like, again, even though he may be kind of oblivious to the fact that Stefan is kind of a serial killer. um, He's MVP Matt for, you know, just being the bigger guy and being like, you should give Stefan a chance.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because that's
0: not what anyone expects from him. mm mm-hmm. um, So the next part that I have, because it's kind of cutting back and forth between the scenes, cutting back to Uncle Zach, um, he freaking, I mean, I just have to say Uncle Zach's a little bit of an idiot, like... You've been raised your whole life knowing that vampires exist, that they are in your family, that they are vicious and brutal, and they're the reason that, honestly, most of your family is dead. And, you know, I mean, even more, we'll get to, like, in much later seasons, we find out a little bit more about Uncle Zach's history, but, like, dude, bottom line, you should know that you don't mess with vampires. But for some reason, he feels the need to go down and see Damon in the basement and say... Goodbye. Like, mm-hmm. literally, he's like, I've been putting coffee, or vervain in my coffee for for 16 years, so don't even think about trying anything. I just wanted to come down here and say goodbye. You're like, why would you even need to say goodbye? You also, hardly like, know this
1: guy. having vervain in your system doesn't necessarily, like, save his life. Like, Damon no. could snap his neck just as easily. He's just
0: saying, like, I guess, don't think that you're gonna feed off of me to, yeah. like, gain your strength back, which I get, but, like, like yeah.
1: I guess, like, you can't compel me to open the door.
0: That too, probably, but still, like, like you say, there are other things that he can do, and I, I thought it's obvious even the first time through watching this episode that Damon's like playing up the drum like dramatics a little bit more mm-hmm. than necessary, you know, like he's not actually that weak yet. It's only been a couple days. Uncle Zach clearly does not realize that because uh, Damon goes after Uncle Zach and yeah. tries to kill him, but Stefan saves him. Stefan saves the day. This is why Stefan wants to be around, because apparently Uncle Zach is an idiot. Can we not just (laughs) tell Uncle Zach to go, like, stay at a hotel for a couple of days? I don't understand.
1: Um, But whatever. So, So also, like, Uncle Zach says that he basically gave up his, like, life of, like, having a wife and kids and, like, having a family because of Damon. Because he didn't want Damon to terrorize his family. Yeah. He wanted the Salvatore line to end.
0: So again, he should know, but he doesn't. Um, so then we come back to the Mystic Girl, and this is the part that you were talking about of Matt Sorry. saying that he's a serial killer. That not Matt is, but <laughs> Stefan is not a serial killer. Yes. And I just also had a note here that everyone loves to call themselves Elena's best friend. Everyone. Bonnie is Elena's best friend. Caroline's <laughs> like, well, Elena and I are best friends. Matt's like, we've been best friends forever. Yeah. I'm like... Holy crap, guys,
1: like... Elena's just one of those girls. Yeah,
0: you just all throw around the title of best
1: friend very... But Elena's best friend is Bonnie.
0: Yeah, she will... But she will use it pretty casually, too. Because she will also tell people that she and Matt have been best friends for years, and that's why they started dating. Or that she and Caroline have been... Well, I don't know that she uses the words best friends with Caroline. At least not in the beginning. Probably Mm -hmm. later on. But yeah, she definitely... I think it's clear that even if she uses that word for other people, she sees it mostly with Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Everyone else sees it with her. Yeah. So, it's kind of... It's funny. Um, Otherwise,
1: everyone may show because no one would be going to the ends of the world lengths to save her. So.
0: True. That's, like, with all of these things. Like, there has to be... For the main person to be that worth saving, like, yeah, they have to be pretty great. Like, Harry Potter, like, a lot of people like him.
1: That's mm-hmm. why they're willing to...
0: Lay down their lives.
1: But at least for Harry, it's, like... He's also... A bigger... Like, it's to defeat Voldemort and to, like, save the world. Like, it's not really like that for Elena. Really, like, a lot of it... I think some of the villains mention it later, but, like, a lot of it is, like, what would people do to save Elena? Like, how many people would they let die to save Elena?
0: Well, as Stefan says... I will always (laughs) save Elena. I will always protect Elena. Except for when he wants to kill Elena. I'm going to go kill Elena. (laughs) On that TikTok sound, for those of you who don't know, that's what we should do, is we should put together a compilation of that for our TikTok, because that sound was already popular, but Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty funny, because, yeah, Stefan. Stefan versus Ripper Stefan. What a classic. Anyways, so, yes, this is Matt being an MVP, saying Stefan deserves a chance, he's probably not a serial killer. LOL, Matt, you don't even know. (laughs) Um, And then Stefan shows up and is like, who are you talking about? What's going on? And Elena's like, you, you idiot. Why are you an hour late? Why did you not call? And again, he's not good at providing excuses. He had no reason to not even call her. And then I was like, why does she even give Stefan like a third, fourth, and fifth chance? They've Mm -hmm. only gone on like two dates. Like, it really can't be that big of a deal.
1: Well, she does does kind of give up here.
0: She does a little bit. Um, you're right, I guess, because then later, Stefan's, like, desperate to win her back.
1: Yeah. I did think it was, it's so weird for me to see Elena being so rude to Stefan. Yeah. And not, like, I, I think he deserves it, but, like, she's just, like, always the nice girl, like, peacemaker, like, she thinks really highly of, of Stefan, you know? And they don't really
0: fight very often, though, I think is the thing. Because once she knows about him, then they don't really have secrets from each other, not as much, I feel like. And so, and then even when they break up, like, it's not like it's a super messy breakup mm-hmm. on her end, at least. Stefan, I think, is a little bitter, but, like, they're still on pretty good terms, so it's, it is weird to see her being very, like, standoffish and just yeah. kind of, like, turns away from him, turns back to Matt, like, you know, just kind of, you know, giving him the cold shoulder a little bit. Yeah. But I do think he deserves it, so. And then we have um, a very interesting thing happen, which is that one of the older people in town... Knows Stefan. They know he's Stefan Salvatore. They said, I remember you from years and years and years ago, and you look exactly the same. You haven't aged a day. And for what feels like the millionth time in this episode, I just want to say, Stefan, did you not plan out a good excuse to this? (laughs) That
1: so. That guy's not that old.
0: Yeah, he's not that old, but we eventually find out that he saw Stefan in 1953, which is what, at this point, like... 60 years ago, a little less than 60 years ago. Dude's probably 70 or 80, I guess. Um, But we happen to know that Stefan has been to Mystic Falls since then. I think the most recent time he was in Mystic Falls was like 1993, right? Or 94 or something. Um, Maybe, I don't remember. I think it it was 1994 because, spoiler alert, if anyone doesn't want to know this, stop listening now. But the day that they relive over and over again, as you said, May 10th, It was 1994, right? And Damon thinks that it's his own personal hell because Mm -hmm. that's the day that he and Stefan were at Uncle Zach's, like, baby shower or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they were both in Mystic Falls, May 10th, 1994, and that was the last time that they'd been there before Elena was what I believe we remember. That's very recent. That's, like, when Elena was born. Like, there are certainly people who are her parents' age who would remember you being here. Who maybe were even at that party because they were friends with Uncle Zach or something. You know what I mean?
1: So, like... But didn't Damon kill everyone at the party? Yeah.
0: I'm just saying... (laughs) Yes. If there were a lot of people at that party, then everyone knew, like, it's not like no one knew you were in town. So, I feel like he should have come up with a good excuse for this about, like, oh, I look a lot like my uncle or I look a lot like my, you know, whatever. And, oh, you must have remembered wrong. His name wasn't Stefan
1: Salvatore. It was... I don't know. Steven. Yeah, just walking away is, like, not a great way to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like, why doesn't he use different names when he comes into town? Like, he could do that.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I guess, like, Just it up to family resemblance and move on, like...
0: Yeah. Well, and even, like, he could just say, like, oh, yeah, my name is Stefan, but you must be remembering wrong. Like, I do look like my dad was here in 1953 or something, I don't know, and my dad's name was... Fred, I don't know, mm-hmm. because later Elena's able to find the video of Stefan, but yeah. they don't, they just say, is that the nephew? They don't say what his name was, so, like, old guy could have remembered wrong, maybe it wasn't Stefan. Um, they have the proof that he was there, but could have been, you know, a relative that he looked a lot like, I don't know. I feel like he should have put some more thought into this, because... It's got to be situations that you just need to expect. And again, maybe I'm just being really critical of Stefan because I'm reading Twilight, or I'm reading Midnight Sun right now, and they always talk about this in Twilight of like...
1: Yeah.
0: when they We have to move thought. around. Yeah. They're like, we have to move around every couple years so that people don't notice that we're not aging. And yeah. then like, they've been in Forks before, but it was like a 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago, so no one remembers them. Right. Um, so I think that hearing all the thought that they put into it makes sense. (laughs) You should be thinking about stuff like that. And Stefan and Damon are just like, we do what we want. So anyways, you can't expect not to be found out if you're not putting any thought into this. So then I don't remember who Elena was telling this to, but she told someone, I think it might've been Jenna. Maybe she went home and was talking to Jenna and she was saying, my instincts are telling me to be careful. And I was like, well, I'm glad that your instincts are finally right. <laughs> I know. But you're not listening to them because you're just ignoring them. So I guess it's good that you have instincts, but mm-hmm. all right. And then Sheriff Forbes, who is now popping up all the time, now that we've met her, is talking to Logan Fell and saying, it really can't be that hard to catch a vampire. They can only come out at night. And
1: yeah, obviously. 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 How little That's do not they the know? case, yeah. I mean, they know a lot, but not enough.
0: Not enough, yeah. And they're still trying to find the Gilbert Watches, I guess, the other thing that the Founders Council is up to, mm-hmm. which is obviously why Logan Fell is trying to date Jenna so much. Poor Jenna. Just being manipulated. And she doesn't know about any of it. She doesn't know about vampires. She doesn't know about the watch. She doesn't know about any of it. And then I said, wow, Look at Jeremy helping Stefan win Elena over.
1: Yeah, so I didn't <laughs> Seems know. very
0: unlike Jeremy at this point thing to do.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize. I had forgotten that's what he was doing. So I was like, okay. Like, wow. Jeremy is, like, I guess happy for once. Yeah, I know. Like, he's so weird. So he asked Elena, like, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm miserable. And he says, go get something to eat. And I was just like, why is that, like, the funniest response yeah, ever? I know. But then it turned out he was actually had a plan. So. Well, but she
0: didn't think it was strange at all, was the funny part. Like, we were looking right at her face when he said that, and she was just like, hmm, what a good idea, let's yeah. go get something to eat. And it's like, okay, like, if I was like, I'm miserable, I'm depressed, and my sister was like, go get something to eat, I would be like, okay, but, like, help me with my problems, like...
1: Yeah, but don't you think ice cream would make you feel better?
0: I mean, it might, but he didn't say it like that. He was just like, meh, go get something to eat. And it's like, okay, Jeremy... Um, but also very out of character, I feel like, at this point, for him to be, like, setting up this thing between Stefan yeah, and Elena, but... Well, he
1: says that he's in love, so he might as well help other people, or something. He was feeling romantic, I think hm. that's what he said.
0: Well, I'll just keep my thoughts to myself on that one, but... <laughs> and then I just, I mean, I don't think we can let this moment pass without talking about how, when Stefan says he's gonna cook for Elena... He says that his family's Italian, and he can even make his own mozzarella. (laughs) And he says it like that, and I'm like, Stephen, what? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Interesting.
1: Is that not how it's pronounced? Mozzarella? In a dot
0: in Italy? I don't know. I don't like it. It Okay. Well, it sounds like you're trying too hard. Like, okay, I've always had this, like, opinion that, like, if you're saying a Spanish word or a French word or something in English conversation, Mm -hmm. you typically don't say it with a Spanish or a French accent. Like, it's not like you're going to be like, Oh, I really wanted to make myself some burritos. (laughs) Like, no, you only do that if you want to look like a pretentious jerk. Like what? So you just like, Oh, I'm going to eat some burritos. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. He's just trying to show off. And it comes across as a little pretentious.
1: Well, he is, but they're—they're just—he's trying to show off that he's Italian.
0: I think it comes trying to, to across make a point. Pretentious. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Sure. You can like it if you want to like it, but I don't—I don't like it. Um, so then he starts telling Elena, he says, I'm going to tell you everything that you've ever asked me about, everything that you want to know, I'll be transparent, just give me another chance, because he's desperate. Mm-hmm. Elena's at the point where she's ready to break up with him. So he starts telling her about Catherine, he says that Catherine was beautiful, she knew how to have a fun time, but she was also selfish and entitled, and oh yeah, there was the little uh, detail that she was also dating Damon at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then he says that his biggest regret is not making things right with her before she died. And I was like, what, Stefan? She's the villain. <laughs> That's your greatest regret? He doesn't
1: know this at the time.
0: I thought he knew a little. I thought he didn't have, like, a super high view of her at this point, but I could be wrong.
1: I don't think they know- they know anything. He just... Knows that like Catherine like couldn't choose between him and Damon.
0: Hmm. Well, guess that could be true. We'll, we will find out. I haven't seen like I said. I've only seen these episodes once. So,
1: mm-hmm. but so in addition to talking about Catherine, Stefan like spews out like a million things, like random things about himself. And I was just like, wow. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is like the most we've ever learned about Stefan, and the most that like he's ever or will ever talk.
0: I do have that he said that Seinfeld is the best show <laughs> of the last 50 or 60 years or yeah. something. But I Love Lucy is the best show ever. And then he lists off a bunch of music that he likes and a bunch of it is oldies. But then he eventually says Kanye and that one Miley song. Mm-hmm. Which Elena and everyone else thought was pretty funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Which not Miley song is he talking about?
1: was Taylor Swift. but
0: No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, he didn't
1: even mention Taylor Swift. I know. What the heck, Stefan? If this was 2009, what Miley song was it? I mean, my guess is, like, Party in the USA. That's what
0: my guess was, too, but I wasn't sure. I was, like, mm-hmm, I don't...
1: I feel like that was, like, her biggest early hit.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is... What is so funny is that, like, they're talking about these people who are still, like, pop culture, like, icons, if you will. Like, big people that we would talk about in pop culture, but, like... This is right at the beginning of like all of their careers, you Mm -hmm. know, this is, they don't have that much to
1: choose from. It's funny.
0: They were ahead of the curve, apparently.
1: Also, I noticed, I don't know if you're going to talk about this later, but when they're cooking, um, like they specifically mention like, oh, I'll cut the garlic.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: And, like, did they do this, like, on purpose, just to, like, specifically show us that garlic is not an issue for these vampires? Because it seemed, like, very, like, out of the blue.
0: I think it did, yeah. Because they made it very obvious. She was like, I assume you're putting garlic on the bread, because I'm not eating garlic otherwise. (laughs) And Stefan was like, I love garlic. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it was very, like, obvious. And I think it's also meant to be a little bit, like, as she's starting to figure things out, like, figure out that stuff is not normal, she's probably thinking through, like, all of her, you know, all of the details that she does have, and maybe she would be putting together some sort of picture that kind of makes sense, but then, like, oh, well, he says he loves garlic, and oh, he's out in the daylight, and right. oh, like, there's still these pieces that just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can cook in general. He eats in general. Yeah, he eats so... Um, yeah, that's interesting. Although, we don't see him often, like, eat a lot of food, except for something like this. And I guess, you know, he must have eaten at the dinner party with Bonnie, because it would be weird not to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we talked about it in that episode.
0: We did, yeah, but we didn't, because, I mean, he hasn't addressed it yet,
1: but Mm -hmm. anyways,
0: it's weird. Um, so anyways, obviously she cuts herself while cutting the garlic. Seriously. (laughs) And he doesn't have a problem with garlic, but he has a problem with her cutting herself while cutting the garlic. Um, And he has a very hard time controlling himself, getting his face back to normal, and she notices that something happened.
1: Also, I just think, like, only Elena Gilbert and Bella Swan would accidentally cut themselves in front of a vampire, like... (laughs) How many times have you been slicing vegetables and how many times have you cut your finger?
0: I really feel like that was not necessary because now I feel like we've jinxed ourselves and, like, tonight I'm going to be cutting (laughs) vegetables, knock on
1: wood, and cutting
0: myself. Um,
1: It wasn't just a neck either. It was, like, kind of a lot of blood, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what to say about that because now I'm trying to think of all the times that I've cut myself. I did almost cut off a finger one time, but I didn't, so... (laughs) It was really close. I was using, like, the big knife that you use for, like, cutting potatoes and stuff, but it was, like, dull or something, and the potato was really hard, and it, like, slipped off the side, and it came literally, like, a millimeter from my finger, and I, like, almost started crying, and I was, like, hyperventilating. I was, like, I almost just cut my whole finger off. Like, if that had hit my finger and not the cutting board, it had enough force, and it was big enough that it would have done it. So, yeah. There's that interesting story. (laughs) So, no blood was shed, but if it had been, it would have been severe. Um, anyways, yeah. He tries to control himself. She notices something is wrong. Mm-hmm. But so far, still, she's like, oh, I must have imagined it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then, cut to Damon very creepily calling for Caroline. So creepy. Caroline. <laughs> it's like, it's like he's haunting her. It's like, yes. what? What is
1: Using going on? some sort of, like... Witchy magic. I mean, yeah. witch is not the right word. It's not a witch, but like because he's not right next to like her. Like bring he's her to him,
0: calling out to her from a distance. With
1: the crows involved uh-huh. again.
0: I thought you might have some insight as to how he was doing this.
1: Um, I don't. I'm as a reader
0: of the book who keeps <laughs> correcting me on things that I thought about the show.
1: Yeah, um, I think it is a thing in the book. I don't know if they explain like how it's done, just that like you have like a energy connection to someone.
0: Cause to me it was almost like she was like under the sire bond was what I was kinda thinking. But mm-hmm. it wasn't that because she's not a vampire. But I'm just like, did they have some sort of connection because he's been drinking her blood or something? Like
1: Yeah, I think it's just because he's well, I didn't know if it was because he's been drinking her blood or because, like, he's been compelling her. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have any good insight.
0: I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah. But whatever the case, they've got a connection. He's calling out to her. She doesn't even really realize, I think, that he's mm-hmm. calling out to her. She just knows that she's being pulled towards that area when mm-hmm. she starts to go there. Um. So then we get to our wonderful car wash, which is, again, called Sexy Suds because <laughs> they're, like, super weird. Um, so Caroline's being interesting. A lot of the girls there are being kind of rude. One of the girls says something rude about a guy who pulls up for a car wash, which, like, why would you do that? I just don't understand why people are flat-out rude. Like, if you are that person, don't be that person. Seriously. Um, and Bonnie, like us, is like, hey, just, like, be a nice person. Everyone deserves to have their car washed, and it doesn't matter if their car is, you know, good or bad or whatever, like... Yeah, I just oh, yeah, not a nice person. Yeah. So as a result of Bonnie being like you're a jerk, she uses her magic to spray water all over this girl who makes that comment, Woo-hoo! which is very deserved. Yeah. Fun. Um, and then she's has this kind of like proud look on her face, like, "Hey, I just did, I did that. it." Yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing, but she's like, "Hey,
1: look at me." I really liked when, um, when Stefan shows up and. Elena was like, or maybe Caroline tells them both, like, you need to dress down, like, this is supposed to be sexy, and, like, you're both wearing, like, over shirts or whatever, and so they start to, like, strip, and, well, first of all, neither of them were wearing anything remotely sexy compared to what everyone else was wearing at the car wash. Everyone else was wearing swimsuits, and they were
0: just wearing their normal clothes,
1: so. But Elena, like, what the heck, couldn't get her shirt off? (laughs) Did you see her, like, struggle trying to get her long-sleeve shirt off for, like, five minutes, and I'm like... Don't you, like, take off your shirt every day when you go to bed? Like, why is this such a problem?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I just thought it was silly. It
0: was very, like, like, over-dramatized. I can't
1: get it. Yeah.
0: Maybe she was trying to get Stefan to help her. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have any insight on that. So then, Elena and Stefan are washing a car. And Elena says, oh my gosh, your ring is getting all soapy. You should take your ring off. Yeah, And Stefan says, no, it's fine.
1: (laughs) Let me take it for you. And she was like,
0: no, seriously, like, you should really take it off. And he's like, no. (laughs) She's asking him all these questions about it, which is interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. apparently he knows what the gemstone is, which is kind of weird because the fact that he tells her all these details makes me think that those details matter and that like, because then at some point they mention like, oh, your daylight ring, like, you don't get to choose it. Like, they have to choose, like, they just choose a ring that works or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they give it to you. Okay, so, bottom line, she's like, take your ring off. And Stefan is very insistent that he will not take the ring off. And then Damon continues calling to Caroline. Caroline starts walking through the school to get there.
1: It's kind of like a horror movie.
0: A little bit like, that's where our horror movie comes, yep. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have it in the beginning, but we have it now. Um, so, meanwhile, Elena sees the guy who knew Stefan... Back in the day. And she's starting to put together those details. She's starting to believe him. Even though everyone else thinks he's being crazy. Or has Alzheimer's. Or just doesn't remember right. She's asking him all these questions. He's saying, yes, I'm sure it was Stefan. He and his brother were both there. And she says, Damon? And he says, yes, Stefan Salvatore and Damon Salvatore. And he says, "It was the year was 1953.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that freaks Elena out. Because she's like, hey. Of course. He was not born in 1953, how is he still looking the same? Which is really interesting, because I feel like if anyone, I mean, I guess there have been other, like, red flags for Stefan, but, like, if anyone was like, oh my gosh, like, this person looks just like someone that I used to know in that day, and I thought mm-hmm. they had the same name, I would just be like, oh, you must be mistaken, like, I don't know. You know, like, I wouldn't just immediately believe them.
1: Yeah, my first thought isn't like, oh wow, is my boyfriend He must be immortal. a mortal."
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: Or but this, yeah, but this isn't her first or second thought, right? Like you said, there are other signs that have been leading to something weird for a few episodes now.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I don't know though the signs the signs are subtle in some ways, so she must be pretty observant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in some ways, we feel like' we're, she's not observant at all because this is episode five and you still haven't figured it out. But in other ways, it's like, well, you know, A lot of things could be like, oh, I saw that wrong. Like, oh, I thought his hand got cut during the fight, but Mm -hmm. now it looks healed, so I must have been wrong. Right. This person must be wrong in thinking that they saw you in 1953, because surely you weren't born then. You're 17 years old or whatever.
1: But at some point, it's like, we can't all be wrong.
0: Yeah. What
1: if? True.
0: So that's when she's starting to put it together, and she's very, you know, thorough about it. She's like, I need to collect more evidence. Um. so she's going to go to the news station to try to look at some old archives see if she can find a story from the 50s mm-hmm. uh, because the guy also mentioned that the last time he saw him there was something some disaster some accident that happened at the Salvatore boarding house where
1: mm-hmm.
0: at least one person died I think he kind of Killed made by it animal like, attack. yeah and it was a Salvatore himself
1: quote animal attack
0: seem to be a lot of those in Mystic Falls lately Um, so then we cut to my least favorite storyline, again, Vicky is taking Jeremy to the cemetery Mm -hmm. to smoke, which is, you know,
1: typical. Yeah, so they're at the ceremony.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) My note says ceremony, but it should say cemetery. I was like, are we talking about a different part? Like, what (laughs) ceremony is happening?
1: Sorry. Auto-correct. Okay. Um, yeah, they're at this the, oh my gosh, they're at the cemetery, and they have, like, a, f- a fight because Vicky stole Elena's pills mm-hmm. and was trying to give them to other people, um, which is not cool. And basically, in the end, Vicky says, like, Jeremy's not like her. Yeah. That he's just, like you know, a privileged, like, rich kid, and he's going through a tough time because his parents died, but, like, one day, like, he'll move on, but, like, this is her life.
0: It's pretty profound, actually. Yeah. It's a pretty, like, deep and also, like, sad statement it for is. her to make.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that she feels like she's trapped in this life, but mm-hmm. she knows that, for Jeremy, this is just a phase. This yeah. is Which is true, right? Like, we've already seen him multiple times in this episode already, being, like, your stoner friends are not cool, Vicky. Like, yeah. this is not a cool place to hang out. Or
1: like, you shouldn't I feel be. like we're always just getting high. Yeah. Like We don't have to get high. I don't want to
0: be high all the time. Yeah. And she's like, this is my life. These are my friends. These are the people that I'm destined to hang out with and destined to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there is a difference between her and Jeremy. And it's pretty sad, though, that she feels like that's her only option. So it is sad, but I still don't like her. That's fair. So, Caroline gets to Damon and he almost convinces her to let him out. Yeah. And then Zach is like, no! And then, of course, Damon kills Uncle Zach. Yeah. And gets out and he's chasing Caroline. I guess because he wants to drink her blood, now it makes sense. I was like, what the heck is your problem, Damon? He's chasing Caroline through the house. Yeah,
1: he wants her blood. It's a
0: horror movie. She's tripping over everything, but she finally makes it, opens the door, sprints out the door, and he gets burned by the sunlight because Stefan has taken his Daylight Ring. So, one smart move by Stefan there. At least he can't go out in the day. Yeah. Um, But unfortunately... Caroline does not run straight to someone and say, I was just chased through a house by someone who was trying to murder me. Um, She just lets it go until the dark time comes. The dark time? (laughs) (laughs) Until the darkness comes and Damon is able to go out again. Um, So yeah, Damon is out. Uncle Zach is dead. I mean, it was nice that
1: Zach. Like, it was pretty nice that Zach was trying to save Caroline. He just didn't quite. Get there in time, I He's guess. He's a good
0: guy, I don't have anything against
1: him, so and also, I was it's like I was very thankful that Caroline listened to him and ran because you know she was being yeah. compelled by Damon, she did have a connection to him, even outside of the compulsion. So, the fact that she finally at this point realized like there's a problem and I need to leave that was mm-hmm. good for, for her and for
0: us. Was good. Because we love her. We do love Caroline. The story would be very different. If Caroline died right now. Mm-hmm. Um, although she would probably just become a vampire because we know that's about what's going to happen with Vicky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, so meanwhile, out the car wash, the same girl who was being a jerk to the guy who wanted to clean his car... Um, Tells Bonnie that she needs to dry the pavement, basically. Yeah. Bonnie's like, it's a car cool wash. Thing. The pavement is clean. And she's like, yeah, but it's not dry. So dry it. It's like, what? Yeah,
1: she's just trying to Isn't be rude the to is the sun gonna this? dry it? She doesn't like her.
0: And Bonnie's like, basically says, like, you can't tell me what to do. And the girl says, well, Caroline's gone now, so I'm in charge. I'm like, just leave. Like, this girl has no control over you, Bonnie. Just I mean, you do not have to dry the pavement. The sun is going to do it. I don't, yeah, it's really stupid. Um, High school drama there. But Bonnie decides for the second time today that this girl has annoyed her and she's not going to do what she says. And so she thinks, well, I can do this by magic. I made the water splash on her by magic. I made the candles light up by magic. I'm sure I can do this. She starts concentrating on the water on the pavement and the water catches fire. Yes. And so then, pretty soon, the whole parking lot is basically on fire. Everyone is screaming, running the other direction, and Bonnie...
1: Well, not the whole parking lot. I'm pretty sure it's that girl's car. Really? Was it I'm pretty sure that there's a line from, like, the water well, was, in front of Bonnie yeah. to that girl's car. I'm not... They never specify
0: whose car it was, but it was definitely this one I think that, one it car. that girl's car. That's just what we'd like to believe as, like, vindictive punishment there.
1: I guess I'm trying to... I'm trying to wonder, like... You make it sound like it's very premeditative is that a word yeah I guess I'm just wondering like how much Bonnie realizes that she's doing or is it like in Harry Potter when like young kids show signs of magic and they just kind of like do things without like actually like intending
0: I mean I don't think she was trying to set it on fire but I do think she was trying to do something with magic because we see her just like staring very intensely at different things throughout the last couple of episodes like she was just like, what if I could light those candles with mm-hmm. my mind? What if I could do this? You know, and she was having that same, like, intense stare. And then she just did the same thing to the parking lot. She was I just looking don't at of very intensity.
1: Bo- I, I get that. Like, I also think that Bonnie's like, let me see if I can light this flame, this candle. But I just don't, under- I don't get Bonnie, like, looking at it and being like, let me see if I can turn the parking lot on fire. Like, that just doesn't... I just said that. I don't think she was trying to set
0: it on fire. She was just trying to dry it. That's what the lady told her to do. She said, I'm not going to waste my time by sweeping this dry brush across the pavement and trying to dry it. She says, I can do it with my mind. Okay. I don't think she was trying to set the parking lot on fire. I don't see that as something Bonnie would do. So I think she was trying to dry it, and she accidentally set it on fire. And then when it was on fire, it's like Stefan said, she was in some sort of a trance. Mm-hmm. She Because everyone else was screaming and running the other direction. Yeah. And she was just standing there. As it was just kind of, like, blazing all around her until Stefan came and knocked her out of the trance.
1: And he definitely seems to to realize that she yeah. is a witch now. Because
0: she turns to him and she goes, did I do that? And he was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think you did.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I guess I always saw it more as, like, a revengeful, like, Bonnie was mad at that girl. And this is what happened thing versus, like, Bonnie was trying to, like, try out her magic and it went wrong. Maybe it's a combo of both.
0: Yeah, could be either way. We don't even know
1: if it's that girl's car. I just thought yeah. that it was.
0: <laughs> that's just, like, you know, your own comedy. It's just that it doesn't,
1: like, catch anyone else's car. So, I mean, that's why I yeah. that,
0: but I mean, I think there was, yeah. We have no idea.
1: Yeah. It's canon. <laughs> I say.
0: Okay. I disagree. So then, um, I guess we already talked about the part with Mickey. Mm-hmm. I just have one more note on this because we keep jumping back and forth, and that was that Jeremy says that her friends are waste-of-space small-town lifers. Yikes. Which is pretty harsh. <laughs> pretty harsh. For someone that you consider yourself to be, like, dating her and, like, you hang out with all those stoner people, by the way, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So, like, Yeah. That was rough. And that's what made her say her whole speech on, you and I are not the same person. Like, this is a phase for you. It's not a phase for me. Okay. Right. Um, so, also at the car wash, Matt tells Stefan that Elena values trust and honesty. And he says, if you want, want to have any chance with her, you will stop lying to her and just tell her whatever you've been avoiding telling her. Um...
1: Which, easier said than done, yeah, I was what like, you're avoiding telling her is that you're a serial killer vampire. I know, I
0: was like, Stefan promptly considers this <laughs> suggestion and throws it out the window, because he's like, no thank you. Don't want to have that difficult conversation. Um, but meanwhile, Elena sees the footage of Stefan in 1953, and I just want to comment that, yet again... Logan Fell's ancestor was the news
1: anchor. (laughs) I knew you were going to say something like that.
0: What is it with this town? Can we get out of the family business? Like, the Fells are always the news people. The Forbes are always the sheriffs. The Lockwoods are always the mayors. Mm -hmm. And even Elena Gilbert, her dad was the doctor, and she wants to be a doctor. I'm like, can you really, like, are you just so unoriginal that you just, I mean, I just don't get it.
1: Well, don't worry. I don't think uh, Jeremy's going to follow in the... The doctor suit, so.
0: But, like, one from every family. Because, like, Caroline's not gonna be a sheriff either, but, like, I just, I'm like, it's so just it's crazy. End. I guess so. Sheriff Forbes. She's, anyways, I just think it's really funny that every single time, it's like, you could have just picked any other last name from that town and have them be the news anchor, or you just don't even have to say that. But they just, like, <laughs> went to a lot of trouble to make sure that you knew that that news anchor was also a fell. So...
1: Maybe it's important.
0: Very strange. Well, it never is important later in the show, so I don't understand. Um, so then we have this kind of like little ending like montage. A lot happens. A in lot In the last like, minute I know. of this show. I like basically stopped taking notes and then yeah. I was like, I think I need to write something. So Elena is talking in a voiceover. She's clearly writing in her diary, but it's like the voiceover to all this like last little montage of what's going on. And as this is all happening, she's just saying, I don't believe in anything that is not rational, that you can't see. Like, I'm not, like, someone who's superstitious or believes in magic. Um, But she's like, at the same time, there's all of these things that I can't explain. He's cutting himself and healing immediately. He's not aged a day since 1953. Mm -hmm. He's, what else? Had the
1: weird face.
0: Oh yeah, the thing. weird face thing when at the side of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, all the animal attacks were around town. Mm-hmm. She asked what animal Vicky thought attacked her, and Matt said that Vicky said a vampire. And I think that's the key. That's the key piece for her because if she didn't have that, I think it'd be pretty hard to pinpoint what she thinks Stefan is. Yeah. But the fact that Vicky at one point did say that she thought it was a vampire—that probably like puts all the pieces together. Um, And so, she's saying all of this. And as she's saying this, we're seeing a couple of things. Also, it's like,
1: uh, I just want to point out again that it's very reminiscent of Twilight. Mm -hmm. When Bella finds out, too. Yeah. You know, she's, like, has all these things in her mind. Like, he doesn't age. Skin is cold. Yeah. Like,
0: vampire. How long have you been 17? (laughs) Um... Yeah, so as, as she's saying this whole voiceover part, we're obviously seeing flashes of what she's talking about, but then we also see um, Caroline's pretty depressed. She's, like, laying on her floor or on her bed or something, yeah. and she's just depressed, and her mom's like, what's wrong? And she's, of course, mean to her mom, but... She's
1: so mean to her mom. <laughs> her mom says, is it, a, is it a boy problem? And Caroline says, mom, if I want to talk boys, I'll call dad. At least he's successfully dating one.
0: Yeah, pretty bad. Ouch.
1: Poor Caroline.
0: Or poor, poor
1: Sheriff Forbes. And also we just like, from what we know in the later episodes, it doesn't seem like Caroline's that close to her dad, so. I think she was earlier,
0: maybe. Before the whole vampire thing. Um, okay, and then we also see Bonnie going to her gram. Yeah. About the magic. She's like, I don't know what to do. What's happening to me? Why am I doing this? Um... I'm glad that she finally acknowledged that she needs help, though, because yeah. she's setting parking lots on fire <laughs> and not having any control
1: over that. It. That's the, the threshold. At the point where you're setting parking lots on fire is when you know you need help. Yeah. True. Maybe a little before then.
0: Yeah. Well, it was all fun and games until the parking lot was on fire, you know? She was splashing some girl with water, lighting candles. That's not big of a deal, but parking lot fire, a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... The last thing that we see here uh, before the very last thing is that Damon, it. is that what you're going to say? Logan
1: found the watch. Ooh,
0: Logan found, oh yeah.
1: Sneaking right around, around on Jenna. On. It's just not fair because Jenna yeah. is such a good person. Well, doesn't she Jeremy walk into crap. that
0: room too?
1: Uh, it's like as Logan's like walking out yeah, with the like, watch. Yeah, he's like, what are you Jeremy's doing like, in my room? <laughs> in my room! I was looking for the bathroom, like, No.
0: Jeremy's like, you creep, why are you in my bedroom? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he finds he finds the watch, you write, Jenna's a good person, she doesn't deserve it. Um, and then we see Damon come back for round two with yeah. Vicky, uh, because he needs someone to drink their blood. Maybe this is
1: why you shouldn't be hanging out in cemeteries, because that's sure. where vampires go. Apparently
0: that's where vampires go. Um, yeah, poor Vicky. And of course she's the one who got sent to the car by herself, but, you know. Yeah. And then the very last thing that we see is that Elena confronts Stefan. She shows up at his door, and he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, what, what are, are you? you? And then, <laughs> what are you? So also,
1: did you notice, like, like as Stefan, so, like, when Elena shows up at the door, Stefan, like, grabbed a steak, and oh. was, like, running out of the house because he realized Damon was gone. Yeah. Like, he does he actually think that he could physically or mentally even, like, kill Damon.
0: Mentally, he could
1: kill Damon? <laughs> I mean, like, he have, like, the emotional capability to kill his brother? I don't know. Because later, he does I did think it was also interesting, that, though, so. how
0: he had, like, a special stake, like, wrapped up in special wrapping paper in a special <laughs> box. I was like, it so can be any just, like, piece of wood, right? Get like loose at some point. Pretty sure it can be any piece of wood. Like, yeah. Maybe can. this at any point, but, yeah. yeah, it's funny. But, yeah, so he's running out of the house to kill Damon, and, again, I also just want to say... It took, you, it took you a while, dude. Mm-hmm. Damon was out when it was sunrise, or, like, when the sun was still up, he was out of the sun. waiting. Yeah, he was waiting to just leave the house, and so what, Stefan, you get here after it's dark already? Like, why'd you take so long at the car wash? Car wash was clearly not going until nighttime.
1: Um, but yeah, so... I mean, and I guess then, that's why he couldn't call Elena for three days, because he needed to sit around and watch Damon carefully. Yes. What'd you think of the episode? what do you think? I thought that it was a pretty decent episode throughout the whole thing. And I was thinking, like, you know, I thought that so much happens in this last minute. And I was like, how am I going to read this episode as the, like, last two minutes are, like, playing out? And I'm like, maybe, like, a 6, 6.5. Like, it was pretty good, but, like, it wasn't as good as the last one. The last one had so many of those witty comments and then this last thing, like, so many things happened, and I thought it really bumped it up, so I'm gonna give it a solid 7. 7, yeah.
0: I feel like that's gonna be my average rating, I think I've already said this, but just for, like, a lot of the episodes, yeah. like, because they're good, but...
1: It's hard to rate an episode, like, I am not, I
0: just want to say I'm not a rater, this is not my thing, I don't like to rate things, so I'm like, I don't... I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, probably solid seven is going to be my average, so I'll keep it there for this one, too.
1: All right, well, um, thank you for listening to our episode. If you like what you heard, feel free to check out our social media. We have TikTok and Twitter. The Twitter is fairly unused at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vampire Vibes Pod. And send us an email at vampirevibespot at gmail.com. And I hope you will stick with us and we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, because we are left on a cliffhanger here. So we've got a lot to talk about next week. So exciting. All right. We will see you next time at the Mystic Grill.